0: I had dinner between the last video and this one, so um, I, I might have forgotten what I just did. I think I was about to, if if what I see on my board makes sense, I was about to use the 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 Taylor series, or in, in the specific example, the Maclaurin series approximation, to figure out a polynomial version, a a sum of of polynomial terms, to to approximate e to the x. And remember the the let me write here what the definition of of the of the Maclaurin series was, is that we said that f of x x is equal to the sum from n equals 0 to infinity of the nth derivative of f evaluated at 0. I don't know if I remember to put it evaluated at 0 last time I wrote this down. Times x to the n over n factorial. And hopefully that makes sense to you. This might seem really confusing and, and strange, but now that we're going to apply it to e to the x, it should maybe be a little bit more concrete. And I think at the end of the last video I said, well, if f of x is e to the x, f of 0 is e to the 0, which is 1. And f prime of x, I mean, that's that's any derivative of e to the x is equal to e to the x, right? So you take any derivative. At zero, and equals one for e to the x for this particular case of f of x, and that's really neat. That means that the rate of change of, uh, of you know y with respect to x is you know for every one you move in x, you move one in y. That's fine at f at e to the zero, but that that also means that the rate of change of the rate of change is also one, and the rate of change of the rate of change of the rate of change is also one. So uh, at at e to the zero or at x equals zero of e to the x. Uh, the slope, the slope of the slope, and the slope of the slope of the slope of the slope—they're all one. Which, to me, tells me something is mysterious is happening, and it's another reason why you should just sit and ponder e. But anyway, back to what we were trying to do. So, how would we do this? How would we write the approximation? Well, we could say that. Let me write the approximation. I'll call that p of x because it's going to be a polynomial. It equals. Well, in this particular case, what's What's the what's the derivative uh, uh, of any derivative evaluated at f of zero? Well, that term is one. We wrote that down right here. The der- f of zero is one. The derivative, uh, the first derivative at zero is one. The second derivative at zero is one. Right? That's what's special about e to the x. So all of these terms are going to equal one. Right? So this polynomial simplifies to the sum from n equals zero to infinity of x to the n over n factorial. That, to me, is very neat. Remember, these are all 1 in every term. So that's why I took it out. So what does that mean? Well, that tells us that e to the x can be approximated. And actually, I don't prove it here, but it actually turns out that when you take the infinite sum, that the Maclaurin series not only approximates e to the x at x equals 0, when you take the infinite series, it actually equals. E to the x. So when you when you take a a a Maclaurin series at zero and the resulting function, the resulting polynomial actually converges, and that's something we'll we'll learn a little bit more rigorously, uh, hopefully later, uh, and when we start doing analysis. But it will act, uh, it can actually converge to the function at all points, and, and it actually is the case with e to the x. So we can actually say that e to the x is equal. I didn't prove this, but you can you could take take my word for it and you can even test it out with some numbers. It equals this sum. Well, what is the sum? Well, it's x to the 0 over 0 factorial. Well, that's so let me let me actually this. x to the 0 over 0 factorial plus x to the 1 over 1 factorial plus x squared over 2 factorial all and you keep going. And of course, that's equal, so e to the x is equal to well, x to the 0 is 1, 0 factorial I said in the last video is 1, so it's 1 plus, this is just x, plus x squared over 2 factorial, plus x to the third over 3 factorial, plus x to the fourth over 4 factorial, and you just keep going on forever. And that's e to the x. And to me, that is amazing. Because this this strange number e, this 2.7, you know, whatever whatever that we got from compound interest, it can be written as an infinite polynomial, this, this Polynomial series or this Maclaurin series that actually has a has a certain beauty to it, right? This number is kind of ugly when you write it out, two point seven, whatever, whatever, but when you write it as an in, when you write it to an exponent power as an infinite sum, it kind of has a nice rhythm to it, right? It's it's a very patterned. You, who would have got, guessed that you could have written it in such a simple form? And even more, what happens when x is equal to z? Uh, x is equal to one, right? So what's e to the one? Well, then we set x equal to 1 on both sides, and I think I have space to do it here, e to the 1, which is equal to e. We just set all the x's to 1, so we get that's equal to 1 plus 1 plus 1 over 2 factorial plus 1 over 3 factorial plus 1 over 4 factorial plus 1 over 5 factorial. That to me, once again, is amazing that the number e and we've just stumbled on another definition of e e is equal to the sum from n equals 0 to infinity of 1 over n factorial that is amazing so now we have two definitions for e we have this one that we stumbled on and of course we had the ones from compound interest that i will do in magenta the limit as n approaches infinity, of 1 plus 1 over n to the n. That also is equal to e. This is starting to give me chills, because this very strange, bizarre number is popping out kind of, this might not seem so natural to you, but it's it's neat, and it comes out in compound interest and continuously compounding interest. But this is even simpler. I just keep taking 1 over the factorial of numbers, and I add them all together, and if I take every number really in existence, and I sum them all up, I get e. That, to me, is amazing. 1 over n factorial of essentially every integer, from 0 to infinity. If I sum them up, I get the number e. You, you, hopefully, are, are getting chills right now. Well anyway, let's do the Maclaurin series for a couple more functions, and then we'll get to something that is even more mind-blowing. I'll see you in the next video.